Dobon, along with Jim Ralph, back here with you. Nick McVicker is our producer and our technician, Luca Moya, as the Maple Leafs trail 4-0 to the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Leafs, over their last 13 games, 11-1-1. And, and as you pointed out so succinctly, lost ground to the Florida Panthers, who will host the Maple Leafs on Saturday, looking for their 13th straight victory. As they win uh, tonight against the uh, the uh, Detroit Red Wings by a score of five to two. Now, the Boston Bruins lost, but with five games remaining, could potentially finish with 109 points. The Maple Leafs currently have 108. A victory by Tampa would give them 102 with five games left. Uh, the same amount of games as the Maple Leafs here in the Atlantic Division. So. That's where everything stands as far as the postseason and uh, home ice advantage is concerned. The Leafs are still very much in the driver's seat despite uh, what's going on here in Tampa tonight, down four to nothing. Yeah, two points, and they, uh, they're guaranteed home ice over the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I believe it's three over Boston. Any combination of three points. By the way, the Florida Panthers will get home ice advantage in the first round. Home ice advantage. 33 wins, 6 losses at home this year for Tampa. Now, as we always find out, the playoffs in Tampa Bay found that out when they had the 60-win season. Lose the first one and everything changes. changes. That's right. So we'll see what happens. Leafs to the right. Lightning to the left. Cleared into the Toronto zone. Caldron left it there. The Leafs with it now and there's Lubushkin banking it for Riley. Riley gets it up on the left wing to center. And it's down into the Tampa Bay zone. And it'll be cleared around the wall by Vasilevsky and sails all the way down into the Toronto end. Riley reverses the puck now. Lubushkin got it up on the wing. Brought out now by Tavares. Up ahead for Bunting. He gets it down into the far corner. He goes in there against Chernak. Now Tavares unable to get to it. Flip to the line and out. And the Leafs will play it back into their own zone and then head to the bench for a change of players. Brody sends it up on the right wing side. Hall, a left wing feed for Nylander. Closing in with a shot. Pad save made by Veselovsky. And the Lightning get it out at center. Played in over the line. Back by Stamkos to Kucherov. Kucherov playing it around back of the net for Stamkos. Stamkos gets it back to the point. Long shot in traffic scores. I'm not sure that was touched at all, Jimmy. And I think that Shalgren just kind of waved at it. And it's going to be Andre Palat with the goal. And it's five to nothing. They're pumping up Sweet Caroline and Tampa right now. Steven Stamkos just threw to them. Oh, maybe it was. Flat is about the hash mark. Sergeyev is the one that lets it go, and yeah, Platt knocks it down. So second goal of this game on a redirection in front of Shulgren. I said that's where the Tampa Bay Lightning are dangerous. They can score in different ways. 112 the time of the goal for Palat. It's his 17th goal of the season. And it is a 5 to nothing Tampa Bay lead. 
And that's they, what you know when when you get into the postseason. That is something you hope the Leafs start to do more of. Those ugly goals, simply throwing it to the net with traffic in front. And getting the redirection. Cal Foot steps into Kerfoot and knocks him down. The Leafs with Perry at center now with a long shoot-in that goes off a stick and goes up into the screen out of play. And a face-off is going to come in the Toronto zone. Now one goal that I can think of recently, Kyle Clifford in Ottawa. Remember standing in front of the net, redirected it in. But this was an absolute nothing play, just like the opening goal of the hockey game where it's just throw it to the net and have bodies there that can do a little bit of damage from a screen to a redirection to a rebound. And Palat took about a waist-high shot and brought it straight down and underneath the glove of uh, Schalgren and into the net it went. Goal by Kalorn was the opposite. It was along the ice and he tipped the top corner. Played out into the center ice area. And uh, an offside called here. And uh, Blackwell got wrapped in the face with the uh, blade of the stick of one of the Lightning players as he fell down. But uh, no call on that. Boy, I mean, this is a whack by McDonough. If it's not a high stick, fine. But is that not a slashing penalty at least? Sure looked like and, it. Uh, and I mean... Looked like the puck was about two feet away when he was trying to golf it out. Apparently all right. Blackwell shaking his head on the bench. And Clifford bets up. And Engvall out there as the fighting majors to Simmons and Maroon are still in effect. Played down around back of the net. Sent by Schalgren to the near corner. And Clifford gets the puck free, and out comes Spezza to center. It's flipped high into the left-wing corner. Clifford goes in there after it. Got it freed up for Engvall. Back to the blue line. It comes to Hall. Hall trying to send it in. Had to go off Spezza. And now here are the Lightning getting it out at center and playing it down into the Toronto zone. Icing call coming here against Tampa Bay. So it is... Uh, a gut check time, I guess, as far as the Leafs, who start a three-game road trip. They'll play in Florida against the hottest team in the NHL on uh, Saturday night and then into Washington on Sunday. They return home for two home games, the Detroit Red Wings Tuesday, and then Friday, the entire league finishes its season, and the Leafs will entertain the Boston Bruins in that one. You're just going to see if that means anything. If not, even from a Leaf standpoint, from Boston to, well, I guess it would affect the Leafs, wouldn't it? If that game means something. It means that it would either determine whether you got the Bruins or Light in the opening round. Draw one by Toronto. Spent, brought back to Riley on the far side. Labushkin with a shot. Tavares couldn't redirect it in front of the net. Riley sends it back into the corner. Curling out, Marner centering pass, backhand, off the goal post. Bunting sent it off the post, and it's shot out at center ice now by Tampa Bay. Marner getting it ahead, missed a hit there from Chernak. Back into the corner goes Bunting, can't get it in front of the goal. And the Lightning will bring it out at center and play it in off the glass. 
Into the corner it goes. Labushkin in there trying to pry it free. Torelli throwing punches. Is Bunting in the middle of this? Yes, he is. And Sorelli with a big, uh, or Chernak with a big grin on his face as he comes out of the scrum. Let me guess, Bunting's going to go too. Looks like, yep. Huh. Well, whatever he did, that allowed Tampa player to fire Sorelli. Fired what about five or six shots from behind to the. That's not just. You can't tell me that's just one penalty. Well, I don't have to. I mean, they're they're I mean, telling us. I mean, it's it's irrelevant. A five nothing lead is boy, Mitch Marner spun oh, around yeah. there. By uh, he's still on the bench. He might have taken a slash, and it's Kucherov. I think is the Tampa player that's chirping. And I think Marner wanted to take a look at it. Kucherov might have slashed Marner. Either way, as, as a joke, just add on. Bunting's got a penalty, but was it Bunting that took about four or five shots in the scrum to yep. the back of the head? And an offside at the Toronto blue line. Marner's all right at the bench, seems to be, anyway. So elbowing's the call. And Tampa's but, on the power play. That really is three. There were... Two instances where Tampa ended up scoring, whether and you can make a pretty good argument that they weren't penalties, but Leaf players went down. There were turnovers that led to goals. And now you've got one. Okay, so you pick up an elbowing call, but you allow four or five shots from behind to the head, and that gets undetected. Played out into the center ice area. We got some more... Action going here. Is this camp with a word for Corey Perry? Look at it again as we're watching Mitch Marner. Yeah, it was kind of a late hit by Kucherov. I think he got kicked. Kucherov kind of came around with his right leg and maybe kind of kicked at the back of uh, Marner's leg, but he's out there and all right. I'll give it back to him. Five nothing. (laughs) Well, this this is what could be a bit of a softening up type thing too. I mean, this is as uh, the makings in the old days of really being something that got a little ugly. Here's Hedman dropping the puck back. This is the fourth power play of the game for the Lightning. And across the line, Stamkos near side, Kucherov, Kucherov with a centering pass, and it was knocked away. It comes back into the slot. Leafs are trying to flip it out, but can't. It comes to Kucherov again, a shot. Blocking save made by goaltender Shalgren. Another shot. Shalgren got low to make that save. Puck in along the boards. Brody couldn't get it out. Now trapped there by Mikheyev, trying to poke it along. It comes around the boards to Kucherov. Kucherov on the near half boards. Plays it back to the point, off the skate, but controlled by Hedman. Far side and a shot scores. Stamkos with his second goal. And it's a power play marker, and the Lightning have scored three by way of the man advantage. I think it's Kalorn, Joe, that Is gets it this. All right. Wide open in front of the net. 
in front of Shulgren. As Hedman just was able to keep it in at the left point. Looked like he was going to flub it and it would get outside. And Stamkos from the top of the left wing circle. Where he scored a power play goal in the second period. Just quickly relays it to the front of the net. And Hall and Brody are nowhere near. The one player that's in front of the Leaf net on the power play for Tampa. And very easily, it is six to nothing. Well, Stamco shot the puck from his wheelhouse over on the far side. And Killorn, stationed right in front of the net, was able to get enough of it to redirect it in behind the Leaf netminder. And uh, now we get a stoppage of play as it's flipped into the Tampa Bay bench. And for Kaloran, that's goal number 25. A couple of years ago in the shortened season, the COVID, first COVID season, in a career-high 26 goals. And Kaloran was able to do that in just 68 games. That is number 25 of the year now. Stamkos with a goal and two assists on the night to put an exclamation mark on setting the new points record for the franchise. Here's Spezza in over the line for Toronto. Dragged down by Cal Foote. Cal Foote doesn't like the call, and he's got a point. He's gonna, we've done a lot worse than that. Got away with it. And by the way, the officiating have absolutely nothing to do with where this game is headed. But to me, this is... Let's, let's do the tally at the end of the game and see how close we are. Well, it was a holding call, and Foot will go to the penalty box. The Leafs to the power play. And really about the only thing they can do here is just get something on the board and, uh, and uh, not absorb a whitewashing. But the power play brought to you by our Ontario Subaru dealers. Leafs win the draw. Riley at the point. Off on the wing for Marner. Marner banks it back to Morgan Riley. Riley down into the corner to Marner. Centering pass. Blackhand shot stopped by Veselovsky. Leafs get it back to the blue line again. Riley, near side. Nylander down low and back of the net. To Marner, to Riley, to Nylander. Weak shot is deflecting and going high and going out of play. Whatever the weather throws your way, you're covered in a new Subaru with uncommon capability and symmetrical full-time all-wheel drive. They need to park a Subaru in front of their own net. Three power play goals for the Lightning in this game. Three for four on the power play. At the points, Riley playing it off to Nylander. Nylander will swing it back to the blue line. Riley over on the far side. Marner closes, trying to get a shot away, and it went off Paul and goes up into the screen out of play. And a faceoff will come in the Tampa Bay zone. Six to nothing, and the Leafs have uh, not absorbed one of these in a long time. Pretty evenly played, opening 20 minutes, and in a four-goal second period by the Lightning. A couple of power play goals to boot. Played down the ice. And here's Riley getting it up on the wing for Marner. Arnold tips it along, then stolen by the Lightning and fed right back down into the Toronto zone. Dahlgren will play it into the corner for Riley. 55 seconds left in the power play. 
Brought on now by Nylander. To the left wing side, Tavares closing. Toe drag move, shot deflected off a stick wide. Played on the backhand to the line, but not out. Riley keeping it in. Played back to Riley on the near side. Over goes to Marner. He fakes the shot down low, a centering pass, and that didn't work. Riley with it again. Trying to work in around back of the net. Riley still with it. Banks it back to the blue line to Marner, to Nylander. Nylander plays it to the side of the goal. Centering pass doesn't work. And the whole idea of shooting the puck and getting a redirect is not part of the lexicon here as the Lightning get it down into the Toronto zone. They kick it out in front of the net. And Nylander and Paul were right there and almost got into it. Now Paul throws a punch at Blackwell. And we've got a more gathering of the plans going on here. The Leafs just very lax getting back into their own zone as Morgan Riley now. And Sorelli, they both lose their helmets. But it was Nick Paul that had the shorthanded rush for Tampa. Morgan Riley was right at the end of the well, then, long power play. And then there are three Leafs. It's three on one. And Nick Paul comes out of the corner and gets a scoring opportunity. Little trivia question. When the Leafs blew a 5-1 lead last year in the regular season to the Ottawa Senators, Nick Paul had a shorthanded goal late in the second period of that game. It started to come back for Ottawa. Well, the Leafs last time into Tampa Bay may have played their most complete game of the season in beating the Lightning. But it has been all Tampa Bay here tonight, six to nothing. As Killorn now with a pair of goals. Numbers 24 and 25 to lead the parade. Steven Stamkos, a three-point night, goal and two assists. And the officials are checking with the penalty timekeeping box. And Corey Perry is arguing a point with one of the referees, John Tavares over to hear what's going on. Sorelli is in the box and cut. Blackwell's in there as well, isn't he? For the Leafs? I would believe. And Nick Paul has gone to the box. It looks like the Leafs are gonna get the ex, of course. Leafs will get the extra man here. And what that should do that actually give the Leafs extra power play here. I know Tampa's three for four on the power play. The Leafs, as of now, are 0 for three. They're going to have a two-man advantage for six seconds. And John Cooper getting things explained to him. Cooper is just kind of shrugging it off as, yeah, whatever. <laughs> At this point. Well, when you're up 6 nothing, yeah. you, can, you can whatever as much as you like. So it appears the Leafs are going to have a two-man advantage for a grand total of six seconds. Since they haven't had much success lately when they've had a two-man advantage for more than 90 seconds. 
Not sure I expect the big face-off win in the blast into the net, but we'll see as we're going to get a different look here. Now, usual suspects are off the ice, so it'll be Spezza, Simmons. That Engvall we I saw on the left wing yep. side. Yep. And I didn't quite get who the defensemen are here at the power play. Uh, McKay is out there, and so is uh, Giordano. So really a second unit. Draw one by Toronto. Giordano steps to the middle of the ice, dishes it off to Spencer. A shot, pass in front, they score. Well, I thought they did. McKayev didn't react that way. Now Simmons shoving in front of the net. I thought that went in the back of the net and came back out underneath Vasilevsky, but there's now they're looking for where the puck is. Yeah. Caught up in the pad of Vasilevsky. Wow. McKayev rifled it off the right hip. Wasn't a lot of room from a sharp angle. No, Vasilevsky no. got over the right pad. Yeah, yeah he did. Must have been the knob of the stick of uh, Vasilevsky that I saw that I thought had maybe gotten in there, but no. Face off one by the Lightning, and they're going to backhand it down the ice, and that will end uh, the two-man advantage. This is the fourth leaf power play, and Giordano is leading it out. Giordano dropping the puck back, brought on by Mikheyev to the line and in for Engvall. Engvall plays it back to the slot. Fed off by Simmons into the corner. Now the Leafs play it back to the blue line. Trapped there by Giordano. Into the corner once more. Pass into the slot. Mikheyev with a shot. And it's going to go into the net. Ilya Mikheyev will make sure the Leafs are not shut out in this game. And it is to 6-1. A power play goal. That was Mikheyev that seconds earlier looked like he had... The right side wide open and was stoned by Vasilevsky. Here, Mikheyev takes the pass. The high slot sifts in and rifles this against just under the left arm. The catching hand of Vasilevsky. And just squirts over the goal line. And the Leafs down 6-1 to one here now in the third period. Mikheyev trying to become the sixth 20-goal scorer on the Leafs roster. That's his 19th. As it's played down into the corner, and Riley misses a hit as it comes up on the wing. Perry in along the boards, trying to dig it free. Has it go back to the point of Bogosian over on the left wing side, and a shot knocked away by Shalgren around back of the goal. It comes to the side of the net, and Shalgren will put his. Now Perry gets oh. into it here with Riley and Labushkin. This is going to heat up. Maroon's in there trying to get a hold of somebody. Well, Kyle Clifford's on the ice. And it's Clifford that is going after Perry. So Maroon. And Clifford's trying to use a stick to go after Perry. Well, Bogosian has jumped in. Now Maroon, who didn't want to fight earlier, is going to drive David Camp into the boards and hold him there. Perry and Labushkin, then Perry backs into the lead goaltender. And Clifford's going to the penalty box. Well, try to win something before this game's over. Absolutely. Well, it's 6-1, to one and uh, tempers are flaring. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network.
this by quick math, 64 minutes in penalties between the two teams thus far. Clifford's getting a minor penalty. Riley's getting a minor <laughs> penalty. Well, Clifford just bonked Corey Perry over the head in that scrum with a stick. The officials are going to look at it now. Clifford could be gone once they look at this. But when you've got Corey Perry and Pat and uh, Pat Maroon on the ice at the same time, I think they've given out those share uh, their share of those over the course of their careers. Oh yeah, yep. I think maybe one of the worst from Corey Perry it was an outdoor game when he elbowed Ryan Ellis in the head, knocked Ellis out of the Nashville lineup for an extended period. Certainly know what happened in the playoffs in game one last year, which was completely accidental. But Well, if these two teams are on a collision course for the first round, and I think the odds makers have this down to about a 77% chance, then uh, obviously both sides in a game that is uh, well out of reach are uh, in mind to make sure that a message is sent one way or the other. And that 77% has got to go up now because now Tampa will be three up in the Boston Bruins, even games played. And the Bruins are running out of games to try to catch them. They said the Leafs just need two points between now and the end of the season to ensure home ice advantage on Tampa. And I'm not sure exactly what the officials are. I don't know what is reviewable in that scrum that they can look at. Well, other than the, the, the stick infraction, I guess, that uh, Clifford not using the blade, but using oh. the, the knob end of the stick to tap. Reese couldn't get what, five, a couple of times on the noggin. There were five people between them. I'm sure Kyle Clifford is saying, look, oh, here we go with the calls. for high sticking for number 43 throttle that's a five minute match penalty number 44 throttle we have two minutes roughing and number 10 tampa bay we have four minutes roughing what will go on the board is five minutes will go on the board for throttle two minutes will go on the board for tampa bay so the first major penalty of the year is going to kyle clifford well, non non fighting major, yes. yes. So the way it'll work, what? Five minutes for the Leafs, two minutes for Tampa, and then the f three minute the power play for. But but what I, what cancels out is the second of the double minor to Perry and the roughing penalty to Morgan Riley. So they get canceled out. So it's really the major and the minor. Yeah. And you hate to say it, but if you're, if you only get a five-minute major. Get, you know, get a little more for it than that. Get a little more meat in the bone than that. But like I said, I think it was the frustration of Clifford that he dropped the gloves with Maroon, who didn't want to fight. Now he's on the ice with Maroon and Perry, and there's all the scrum going on, but nobody wants to fight. So I think Kyle Clifford said, all right, I'm going to get five minutes one way or another. But that's what fact the officials were looking for is a match penalty so with 11.50 to go in the third period the penalty box is a busy spot and the draw won by Tampa Bay they take it back into their own zone 
Laid up on the left wing side, the Lightning, two-time Stanley Cup champions, have been all in that here in this game. No Austin Matthews, of course, but the Leafs have certainly been uh, handed their lunch to them here tonight. Down into the corner and around back of the Tampa Bay goal. Might be important to mention no Jack Campbell either. Brought out at center ice. Palat in across the line. Pulls up. Works back towards the blue line. Dished it off to Stamkos. Trying to find Palat again. A pass in front. They score. And the Leafs have officially... Get the point of an embarrassing night. Still 11 minutes to go in 10 seconds here in the third period. But the Lightning are just simply putting on a clinic. As the Leafs just have I mean, four guys chasing the puck. P.J. Brody loses his man going to the front of the net. I mean, this is just too easy. You have one Tampa player in among four Leafs, and nobody can get a stick on the puck or on the man that just chipped it into the empty net. And this is still four on four. Tampa Bay power play will be coming up after this. Got down into the Toronto zone. Giordano laid it around back of the net. Lilligren looks up ice, drops it back, and it'll be brought out now by Marner. Marner to the line and in along with Giordano. Marner goes around back of the net, try to reverse play out the back door that didn't work. And it's going to be played back now into the Tampa Bay zone where it'll be regrouped. Now a pass down into the Toronto zone, broken up and brought out now by Akayev. Akayev in across the line to Marner. Marner trying to send it back to him. And it was picked off there and brought to center ice, but Mikheyev's back-checking. Oh, and then he took a pretty good elbow from Kalorn and goes over and has a word with Kalorn as they slash sticks. Yeah, Kalorn, again, you know, Mikheyev's just trying to get off, and they're going to throw them both off. But good for Mikheyev. Get a couple of shots going to the bench, turn around, and they'll hammer him right back with a two-hander. And I I was going to say, and this is where when you talk about being intimidated, you don't necessarily have to drop the gloves. But if you don't like what you got, just give it right back. So I like the fact that Mikheyev responds this way. As we get a couple more penalties as this game is on the verge of boiling over. Well, most of the people that do the boiling are not available. Simmons is in the box. Well, didn't stop McKayev from no. taking a penalty. No, you're right. But uh, Clifford has been dispatched. And four on four for another 10 seconds. And then the Leafs are going to be a man short. Jason Spezza gets an assist on the McKayev goal. So that's 693, or excuse me, 993 career points for Jason Spezza. Tip back along the boards. Played in by... Labushkin, it comes back to the blue line. Here's Engvall playing it off on the wing. The Leafs are going to regroup the puck back in their own zone. Stretch things out. Is there a man short for the full two minutes and 38 seconds as this is a major penalty? And how about John Cooper going with his big boys on the power play here in a 7-1 game? That is not usually lost on the opposition. 
Got in by Kucherov. Down the boards and into the corner goes Sorelli. Tied up there by the Leafs. Giordano. A hit there, and it is sent out and down the ice by Toronto. The third time this year the Leafs have given up seven goals in a game. Pardon me, the fourth time. All four times have been on the road. A 7-1 loss to Pittsburgh. 10-7 win in Detroit. 7-6 loss in overtime in Florida a few weeks ago. On the wing, it comes to Engvall. He skates it out down the left wing, being chased hard, goes wide against his man, and a backhand try just went wide of the goal as he got around Stamkos and in on goal. Got to run him pretty easily as well. Sergachev back in his own zone for the Lightning. Comes to center, in across the line. Labushkin broke up the rush, and it's backhanded down the ice by Toronto. Now the Lightning bringing it out. Playing it up on the left wing. Broken up at the blue line. Poked back and racing after it. Labushkin on the wing for Camp. His shot knocked away by Vasilevsky. Puck down in the corner. And it'll be brought out now with a pass that comes to center. And now a two-on-one break in over the line. The Lightning trying to free it up. Palat gets it back to the blue line. Now to Hedman. Hedman with a shot in traffic and it was high and wide. Rebound to the far side. Lightning keep the puck along with Sergachev into the corner. Looking for Colton on the near boards and finding him. Colton plays it around back of the net. Chipped by Maroon to the blue line. Pass back to the point to Hedman. Hedman holds. Near side and a one-timer is off the mark wide. Kept alive by the Lightning. To Hedman a shot. Bullet wide. Puck doesn't get cleared. Leafs will finally get a hold of it and slam it off the boards and get it down the ice. 20 seconds left in the major penalty to Kyle Clifford. Well, to be, I mean, you, I guess you've got a lot of guys in the penalty box as well, but John Cooper isn't going with the uh, second or third power play unit very much. Hedman back to the point. Kucherov with it. Kucherov dishes it back to Hedman. Hedman with a shot. That was deflected wide. Stamkos, three-point night. Pass intercepted. And the Leafs are going to get it out and down the ice. Uh, shot right on goal, handled by Vasilevsky. There's probably about five guys or six guys in the penalty box due to come out when the next stoppage of play comes up. Leafs back at full strength. 6.20 left to play in the third period. 7-1 to one, Tampa Bay. Flipped in over the line. Knocked down by Labushkin. Played around back of the net. It's going to come to the near wing. Dragged into the corner by Ross Colton. It comes out in front of the net. Missing it there was Maroon. Pass back in on the near side. Gobbled up by Toronto. And then Hall had his pocket picked. Puck comes back on the wing. And it will be Labushkin trying to get it out but failing. Pass in for Maroon who scores. 8-1. to one. Justin Hall trying to carry the puck out of his own zone. Had it stripped from him. And Labushin gets into trouble as well. And the next thing you know, Patrick Maroon, who has not scored in 26 games before this one, throws it to the net. But both Labushin and Hall, it's a lot of trouble getting this out. 
And here's another goal, Joe, where Shelgren has almost turned sideways by the time this puck goes into the net. As it goes under the right arm, so the Leafs forget about all the season highs and franchise highs they've had. The season high now is eight goals against. Kerfoot will bring it to the line and in. Passes to Marner. His shot went off the glove of Vasilevsky, but went wide. Puck along the boards. Kucherov got a piece of uh, the Leafs forward Kerfoot, but it is played back out at center ice, and the Leafs are back to recover. Played ahead, Kerfoot in across the line, just playing it into the left wing corner. Took a bit of an elbow there from uh, McDonough as it comes back to the point. Here's uh, Brody closing in. His shot goes off the leg of Bogosian and has gone up into the screen and out of play. An 8-1 drubbing at the hands of a potential first-round opponent. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Face-off coming in the Tampa Bay zone. The Maple Leafs getting drubbed 8-1 by the two-time Stanley Cup champion, Steven Stamkos, a three-point night. Andre Palat, a three-point night. And not an awful lot you can say about the effort of the boys in the Maple Leaf uniform. It just seemed like the one goal against was the turning point. Even after the first period, we were scoreless, and then the one goal led to the avalanche that ended up behind Shelgren. And maybe if there is something that we are learning through this, Joe, Jack Campbell isn't your guy and healthy. I think you're in a lot of trouble. A lot of teams are in that position. Where the number one guy goes down, you could be in trouble. But young Eric Shulgren has had a lot of trouble playing on the road. Simmons just stepped into one of the lightning back in a four-checking mode. The puck comes back down the ice, and Hall is around back of the goal. Hall got it ahead, played off onto the left-wing side. Now Maroon and Simmons are backing into the... Tampa Bay zone with a nose-to-nose discussion going on. And Maroon and Simmons now. And now now Maroon is going to chirp. He didn't want to fight the first time. Now he's going to wait until the linesmen get between them. They'll both end up going to the dressing room now. But now Maroon is probably better known for chirping than anything else. That's fine if you don't want to fight. Don't wait till the linesman get in between you and the other player before now all of a sudden you're going to start running your mouth. For inciting. Huh. There we go. Uh, inciting, isn't that supposed to be a riot that starts after that? <laughs> Patrick Maroon is one of the all-time, I saw the list, top ten inciters in NHL history. <laughs> Now, Bob McKenzie's an insider as well. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I saw a hockey yeah. insider. Yeah, inciting. <laughs> he, he's inciting too. Anyway, so that's the officials just trying to get this. I don't know what Tampa's upset about now. You got an 8 1 lead with four minutes left. What do you want? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Well, 
the colorful night in Tampa, and we're going to get an icing call here against Toronto. So it's coming back. But what would really just kind of put the final touch on this is if Ilya Labushkin catches one of the lightning coming across the blue line, decides to stand up on him. Oh, and I'd say just look the way the game has gone. And like I said, don't look at it as being nothing. The Tampa goes with the number one power play unit in a 7-1 game. You know, that stuff is noticed. And I remember Paul Maurice, and I'm not because it was a, a conversation afterwards when he coached the Leafs. The Leafs were beating the team 9-2 at home on a Saturday night. They got a power play with three minutes left, and he went back out with his number one power play unit because he said, I hate the coach on the other side, so I was going to keep giving it to him. So that stuff is noticed. All right, sir. It is an 8-1 Tampa Bay lead. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Four minutes left to play here in the third period. The Leafs getting their lunch handed to them, 8-1 to one on the scoreboard. But in the physicality of this game and some of the chippiness, they have given as much as they've received. Well, because a lot of times, and I think it was a, a legitimate knock on the Leafs, so you get a game like this and they just go flat. There'd be no emotion, kind of be head down, tail between your legs. And at least, you know what? Have a story. No. You're going to get hammered. You leave the ring. Have a story. Have a story. Leafs get it down into the Tampa Bay zone. Camp got it on the wing. Kept alive there by bunting. And now a lead pass to center. And three of them are across the line. And fanning on the shot was Alex Killorn. And it was just redirected wide of the net by Shaldron. Hard to believe the shots are even in this game. Now, do you think, after all of this, do the Leafs dip into their goaltending pool in the Marlies to make a change? Well, I don't think you can bank on Peter Mraza coming back, and if he does, he's going to be inactive for a long period of time. Played with I, a high stick by Perry. I mean, I, I fall, think, I think and he, now Bunting and Perry... Are into it. Bogosian trying to get to Bunting. Okay, so now Perry without Simmons or Clifford on the ice. Now Perry wants to go. Well, Michael Bunting is... Uh, but, I mean, you had you had your chance earlier if you wanted to do something. But you knew who was on the ice. So you're going to hide behind the linesman and everybody and pick your spots. The so Bunting gets 10. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but... Have a story. Kyle <laughs> Clifford, have a story. You're having a bad night. You're getting kicked out of. I hit him over the head with the knob of my stick. You're getting absolutely smoked to the scoreboard. Have a story. Now, what they haven't done, which now, I think is smart, is they haven't gone after the likes of Stamkos or Kucherov or, or, Kucherov or, or anybody like that. Now, what does this mean for both teams going into game one of a potential series? You know what this means? If you're the Toronto Maple Leafs, you do not go in saying, boy, we've beaten all the good teams down the stretch. Here's a reminder of why this team is a Stanley Cup champion. And by the way, you can talk about no Campbell. You can talk about no Muzzin or Austin Matthews. 
No Braden Point, the number one center usually for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Played down around back of the lead goal. Two and a half minutes to play. Shot was tipped. Nylander starts out with it. Overskated the puck. Got it freed up for Kerfoot on the wing for Tavares. And his shot went off the glove of uh, Vasilevsky and goes out of play. Boy, and he had Kerfoot wide open to the right of Vasilevsky, but trying to go short side over the left shoulder of the Tampa goaltender. No, but it's good. I know Frankie Corrado was talking about it in the intermissions. That it's a pretty good wake-up call. Throw the face, and, and I think you know both teams were due. As we said, Tampa was game under 500 in their last 21 games. They were 9-10-2 coming into this. A loss to the Detroit Red Wings. Their last game on home ice. And when you look at the Leafs' last three wins, even though you're glad that they pulled them out, they didn't exactly dominate start to finish over Ottawa, the New York Islanders, or the Philadelphia Flyers. Leafs with the puck at their own blue line. Turned over, brought in over the line then by Sorelli. They couldn't make a pass. It comes out to Engvall. Engvall in across the line on the wing. Blackwell tried to feed it back to him in front of the net, but it was knocked into the corner. Blackwell bowled over. The puck is pushed out at center ice and chipped to the Toronto blue line. Brought back in by Engvall. Engvall gets the drop pass, doesn't shoot it. Saucered it back to the blue line. A shot by Giordano was deflected wide of the goal. And the Lightning with a minute 28 now bringing it out. Nicholas Paul gets in over the line with a backhand shot that went wide. It goes along the far side. Perry couldn't come up with it. Back out into the center ice area. And now slashed in off the glass into the Toronto zone. Lilligren gets a piece of Perry along the boards. It comes back on the wing. Stepping into his man there was Cal Foote. The puck comes out at center ice. Now we got some more heavy-duty stuff. Kerfoot being jumped by Foote. Trying right. to get turned around to get... Now foot throwing punches over the top and an uppercut. Kerfoot still has his gloves on. All right, now here's the problem with kicking out Clifford and Simmons. All of a sudden, everybody else is six inches taller. Kerfoot got elbowed. And Foot left his feet to deliver the elbow, and then Kerfoot took exception of that, came back at him, and that created the wrestle. 15, we have two minutes for cross-checking. Tampa Bay, we have two minutes for high-sticking and two minutes roughing. Two minutes on the board, number 52. All right, so if this goes to overtime, the officials have given the Leafs a huge gift here. <laughs> well, John, John Cooper is shaking his head. Like, he's so disgusted with the, like, come on. Yeah, move you on. Know, move on. Here. 49.3 seconds left. You're winning 8-1. And the you're penalties, the, the penalties are irrelevant, and you got screwed. Boy. And now he's chirping the referees. Boy, <laughs> I think you take your win and you just go home, yeah. don't you? And yeah, now, to me, that bothers me more than any of the scrums and everything else after. Draw one by Tampa Bay. They're going to carry it out at center and send it down into the Toronto end. 
Well, so, well, I guess the Leafs are getting the power play out of this. So maybe a good time to run Vasilevsky. <laughs> Here, here's the chance for <laughs> you Mikheyev. Cross the line. Blackwell to Spezza. Spezza off the wing. Gets it back to the point. Giordano on the near side to Mikheyev. Back to Giordano. Off on the wing. It goes to Spezza. Shot is deflected wide of the goal. Mikheyev trying to get it back of the net. Got it freed up there. Mikheyev cross ice pass and it's going to come out at center ice and that'll end the game well where do you want to start specialty teams defensive play goaltending they were not there tonight and the, funny, the funny thing is now they split the season series at two wins each although tampa gets the extra point when they lost two one in overtime in Toronto in the first meeting between these two clubs but they, they both won games in the other team's building. And from a Leafs standpoint, the, the funny thing is, is the two games that Braden Point did not play for Tampa are the two games that they won. You a pretty integral in, part of their yeah. offense and their... When they were back in Toronto in December. They defeated the Leafs 5-3. to three. And a pretty special night. And for Steven Stamkos, you had to love it if you set a franchise record in points. Better to do it in an 8-1 win than an 8-1 loss. So lots to be excited about. So the Maple Leafs will move on to tangle with a team that has won 13 in a row. The Florida Panthers on Saturday night will have that action for you right here on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network Saturday night at 7 o'clock. Jim Taddy and Frankie Corrado will try to, well, make sense of this one. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network.